Blog Talk Radio. We're here. Give me the green light. Because I'm ready to go. Let's have a good time. If you're going to bring back the Las Vegas franchise, it has to be outlawed. They had one of the sweetest looking logos on the helmet. Because I'm ready to go. Mother of God. Especially when you have a shirtless Rodney Dangerfield. God bless Rodney Dangerfield. Rest in peace. But put on a shirt, man. Don't nobody want to see that. You put that on right now. You'll be headline news on Fox News. One, so is this on? One, is this or is this not the XFL? Yes, it is. Two, do I or do I not currently have a pulse? Yes, I do. Let's play football. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the Extreme Football Podcast, Episode 5, Mania XFL. And to the listeners who are following and currently jumping on, Seeing that you are easily triggered or offended by my Facebook and Twitter posts, I do apologize. The XFL is not going to fail. I just wanted you to get on the podcast. I'm your host, Jim Renier, a.k.a. J-Dash. You know where to go. You know where to find me. You know how to contact us. Welcome to an episode that we're running out of ideas to talk about, but something intrigued us on our past uh, podcast of the Fastlane pay-per-view review. Therefore, me and my co-host, Wrestling Movie Guy, came up with a great topic. WrestleMania and the XFL. Intriguing. Also later in the show, we know two cities are guaranteed to have XFL franchises. That means the rest of the nation only has six spots to take on the first expansion. We'll get into that. Much, much more detail. Hopefully your calls, um, DMs, whatever. Um, Full warning to all you out there. I do have bad weather in my location, so if it goes out, it's due to power or internet service just giving you full warning no further to do i have to get his little intro in for a second there we go and that's good enough and everybody it is the man with the power the man of the hour too sweet to be sour will never be dour even when there isn't much xfl news going on because it's pretty much a dry sahara right now but What's up, guys? I am here, ready to do, you know, carry the load. Uh, Let's pick this up, guys. There ain't much to talk about. But WrestleMania and the XFL. Hmm. What does this mean? Because we just found out that WrestleMania is coming back to New York. That's right. Do you guys know what that means as well? That means that New York is pretty much guaranteed to have an XFL team. We may be uh, jumping the gun on this a little bit, but all the signs point to that. J-Dash, maybe you want to break down a little bit of this. One of the interesting things about this past week is that the WWE announced that WrestleMania 35 will be in MetLife Stadium, which is the home of the New York Jets slash the New York Giants. This is going to be when the event is taking place. It's going to be the 31st event that the WWE has hosted in New York since WrestleMania 31. New York has hosted 
uh, NXT TakeOver multiple times. New York has hosted SummerSlam multiple times. Then New York has hosted Brawl and SmackDown. By the time this event, WrestleMania 35, takes place in April, I think it's April 6th of 2019, WrestleMania and the XFL, not XFL, WWE and WrestleMania will have at least 30-some events in that location. That solidifies my belief that New York is guaranteed an XFL franchise because Vince McMahon loves the city. It was the birthplace of WWF, and it was the birthplace of WrestleMania, and it will be the birthplace again for the XFL. If you disagree with me, call us, 646-787-8538, but please try to prove me wrong how New York is not guaranteed a franchise in 2020. It only makes sense. I mean, they're going to be right around the corner of each other. The promotion work really just, it writes itself. You're going to have XFL commercials on WWE and WWE commercials on XFL. Uh, Well, whatever the platform is going to be, they're probably going to have a network. We definitely have talked about that. But when is this network going to get announced? That's what's driving me crazy right now, because I think that once that comes out, we're going to have a better idea. You know, whatever teams they decide to highlight in the videos, you know, could have something to do with that. But yeah, no, WrestleMania going on pretty much at the exact same time. And you got the collective bargaining agreement coming up. I mean, <laughs> the dominoes, if they fall just right, it's all going to be perfect. But there is one other city that you were talking about, Jadash. What other mystery city would that be? And that other mystery city is pretty much the second city that's hosted the second most WWE events in the last three years. Well, apparently... Correction, they have posted the most events in the X in the WWE. Why am I trying to say XFL? But the WWE. Because <laughs> they are the host of NXT. They have had NXT TakeOver about two one time. They had WrestleMania thirty three. They've had SmackDown Raw multiple times throughout the year. That is, of course, if you if if you're a normal listener out there and you watch WWE, when I said NXT Takeover, the first thing that should pop in your mind is Orlando. Orlando is guaranteed to have a franchise again because Vince McMahon loves the area. He knows the area. He trusts the area because his uh, developmental grounds are fixated on Orlando. So New York's guaranteed because of all the events that have been hosted there and because it's the birthplace of the WWF. And Orlando is another area because Vince has been there multiple times and he loves the area. You do you think Orlando was just a uh, we're just gonna put a team there back in two thousand one? Uh, no. They put a team there for a reason. And you're seeing it right now even in the WWE. Yeah, you are down there in Florida. Uh I- Update me again on the uh, like the Orlando FC like stadium situation. What kind of stadium is it that they have? Uh, Orlando FC has a twenty six thousand seat facility. It's brand new. It's about a year and a half old. Wow, really? It's that new? Yeah, they, they got done with it last year, and the Orlando FC played its full first full season in it last year, or last season, or fixtures, whatever they call MLS calls it. I don't know what they do. That actually goes right into, uh, you know, the, the, what you what we were saying before about MLS kind of being a, 
you know, a thermometer to, to see how strong That's the fans the are. <laughs> like Orlando, everything that I've seen, uh, they've made great moves to get players like Kakao over there. And the fans have come out to support. So it definitely would make a lot of sense that Orlando would be the second team. But where does that put uh, the rest of the country? That means there's only six spots left. Well, the six spots left, uh, basically, because we are in the time, a little segue here, we're in the time where people like to call this month, called March Madness. And there is a, I forget the guy's name, he's been tagging me and you, tons of brachiology for teams. So he's doing like the 64-team bracket of all the cities, and he's asking the people to go vote to see who's going to be the ultimate champion. And I sent him a message and told him, like, well, you can take out Orlando and New York because they're guaranteed a spot. But cities like Columbus have a great, have a great argument. Uh, not teams, cities like Columbus, Birmingham, St. Louis, mm-hmm. Omaha. Uh, great arguments. Omaha. Syracuse, Omaha. Yeah, you got to love Peyton Manning. Anytime I hear Omaha, I want to say it. Omaha, Omaha. I can't help it. And it's like a twitch. Uh, if Peyton Manning was still playing, I guarantee you the Browns would somehow trade something for him. They apparently they're trading their whole organization. Uh they may, also, I got to give the Browns a lot of credit. They're making some good moves this offseason. Well, I mean, I making, still think it's going to blow up in their face because they're Cleveland. I'm sorry, Cleveland, but it, you know, it just it just seems to happen. But at least these are competent moves that should work. <laughs> Hopefully. Oh, of course. God, man, Cleveland, uh, that audience, uh, man, you guys are some of the strongest loyal fans of all time. I'm going to go on a bit of a rant about that. I already have before, but man, God bless you guys. I tip my hat to y'all. Y'all put up with a lot. The, the reason why uh, we discuss about the two cities uh, becoming the main, like New York and Orlando being locks for the XFL is because of the WWE's influence, influence in that area. And when people send us messages on, our Twitter accounts, and they come at me about, I disagree with your rankings. New York should be way lower than that. Orlando should be way lower than that. They don't have no, you know, credible fan bases or, you know, booster groups. And I, and I keep telling them, it's like, you're, you got to convince Vince McMahon. He knows what he's getting in those two locations right now. Yes. I don't expect Vince McMahon to put a XFL team in MetLife Stadium. That will be set up for an epic fail. But you got Red Bull Arena that's just across the river that holds 25,000, perfect size. Orlando, you don't have to put a team in the Citrus Bowl. Put them in the Orlando FC Stadium, holds 25,000. Those two cities, based on their demographic, can host two XFL franchises. And basically what you've been seeing within the WWE and how Vince McMahon does his day-to-day operations of playing out cities to host pay-per-views, or WrestleMania, he always goes to three major cities over and over and over again. That is New York, and that is Orlando, and the other one is kind of uh, it's an in between Dallas and L.A. But I highly doubt Dallas is even the conversation. But you can tell between L.A. and not L.A. Excuse me, New York and Orlando. Actually, I would throw in Louisiana as well. Can't forget about Louisiana. They've definitely been going back and forth, especially this year. It is going to be in the Big Easy. 
Well, yeah. and they were there three years ago for WrestleMania 30, so mm-hmm. they're they're right back. But if you look at how Vince McMahon does his pay-per-views, you can see basically if you watch over the last 30 years of the WWE pay-per-views, and I'm make, I'm trying to make this as an XFL point. So if you're listening to this podcast, oh, here we go again, another XFL podcast talking about WWE. Just go look. I know if you're an XFL fan from 2001. There is a 90% chance that you are a WWE fan, so get over it. Listen to it. If you're pissed about it, let us know about it. But most likely, you were a WWE fan because you liked Vince McMahon. Rant over, but here it goes. Look at the last couple of years, basically the last maybe, let's put a little range, about five years, at pay-per-views that were hosted by the WWE. Look at the cities that are hosting these pay-per-views. L.A., Phoenix, Las Vegas. Uh, Chicago, multiple times. Detroit, multiple times. Buffalo, L.A., Orlando, New Orleans, Atlanta. He's, he strategically puts pay-per-views at stadiums and at arenas that can host these, these events. He is smart enough, and we hit, and my co-host, Wrestling Movie Guy, went on his little hey. rant a couple of weeks ago about you know Cleveland, even though it was a shot. But he made a point in one of his uh, – one of his rants that if the XFL wants to survive, it needs to adapt an MLS kind of mentality and go after those type of cities. For instance, like Portland, Oregon, for example. Yeah, they're a big market and their biggest their stadium holds twenty six thousand. So when perfect. you perfect size, don't expect an XFL team to go be put in the LA Coliseum last. Year. Yeah, I love the extreme. They were the best team. They ended up winning the championship 2001, but that stadium holds 90,000 people, and they averaged 35, if I'm correct, if I remember correctly. Yeah. <clears throat> well, actually, San Francisco averaged more. Um, I think that L.A. had more like 25 to 28,000. But I, th- I think kind of the point is that, like, yeah, you want to be in a stadium that is not too big, is pretty to look at, and you can fill up for the most part, even if you don't completely fill it up. So like the twenty-five thousand, say you only get nineteen to twenty thousand, it's, still it's not going to look empty. Yeah, it's still going to look full by comparison to like you know the championship in two thousand and one. I loved it because it was a route. <laughs> My team won, but yeah, you look at that stadium. It, it's kind of a sad, sad look. It really was very empty. You want your product looking good. Yeah, it's kind of like fake it till you make it. Vince definitely believes in that. Yeah. I have a, a per, I have a personal buddy who actually works with uh, NBA. It works with the NBA, but he actually works for the Orlando Magic. Yes, it's the same one to talk. He works with Orlando FC. He's a management operator, and the NBA. This is very. This is off topic, but the NBA, they their average stadium capacity for all thirty NBA franchises is roughly around nineteen point five thousand. So nineteen thousand five hundred. Yeah. They were. They tried to put. They want to put at least an average of fifteen plus each home game. And if at the end of the season, if they can do that, they make about a sixty percent profit. Anything below that, they're in the negatives. Sounds so, about right. So if you try, like, of course, like at this time, you know, the NBA is starting to wind down. And you got like five. You, you, you're starting to see teams getting eliminated. You start getting. You know, there's going to be fans out there who don't want to go see their hometown team who is 30 games behind the eighth seed in the playoffs. You're not going to make it. They're not going to get 15,000 in there unless they're hosting the Celtics, there. the Lakers, Golden State, 
some type of big team that you know, oh, this is our best chance to go see the team that could win the championship. That's when the tickets, that's when they'll sell because it'll be majority of the visiting fans going to going to watch it. Or which is a lot, which is happening a lot in the NBA. And I guarantee you will agree with me, or someone else will agree with me out there. When your team loses, everyone jumps on someone's bandwagon, and they become, oh, I've been a fan since day one. And you give them a an easy trivia question, and they won't even answer it. The <laughs> NBA, the, for me, for the NBA to survive like it's done over the last couple of years, you need those type of bandwagon fans. Hate to break it to you, but I've been loyal to my team from day one, and I'm still a Celtic. And once the Celtics get eliminated, screw it. I don't care about the NBA. It's too hockey. And once the Bruins get eliminated, screw it. What I got? Baseball. Now I got baseball all the way up to football season. Then, okay, I'm back to the Patriots, and that's another – we're just getting rid of everybody, whatever. Max says it. It's the, the empire's falling, so that's a different subject for a different day. But. <laughs> yeah, when the Redskins only had about – you know, were eliminated, and there was like four or five games left in the season, my friends would be like, oh, yeah, you're going to be watching the game this Sunday? It's basketball season. Well, what? Aren't, you're not watching the game? It's basketball season. <laughs> if if my team is like a, like in the NFL, you're going to have about five to six teams or about a game to two games out of the playoffs around week 14 of the season. They're still in playoff contention. Those games you want to watch. Now, if you see a game team like, I hate to say it to you, the, the Redskins or the Cleveland Browns or this year the Oakland Raiders where – they're four or five games out of the wild card, and there's two weeks in the season. I'm not going to watch them. Why? Why would I want to watch a team that's done? Well, only if your team's going to dogpile on them. Yeah. Which, but, you know, but, if I remember correctly, are Patriots. Uh, you broke up on that one, bro. I didn't even want oh, to no, that. Oh, that sucks. Uh, what I was saying is that unless, of course, you know, your team is being dogpiled, as in my team is being dogpiled by your team, which is the Patriots, if I remember correctly. No, that happens. Yeah, Redskins are cannon fodder a lot of times for teams like that. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, when we get back on topic about the two cities that I think are guaranteed is the Orlando the Orlando metropolitan area in New York, you also got to look at the population in those areas. New York has about, what, 15 million people within a 10-mile 10, 10 radius or something like that. Uh, I think it's a little higher than that. I want to say not 15 million. Yeah, I think well, it's, either way, it's a huge market. <laughs> I think it's like 15 million people in a 40-mile radius from you know Manhattan. Mm-hmm. You want to put a team there because there's a chance that you can find 25,000 people who will take the subway, the Red Bull Arena, to watch XFL. And down in Orlando, you got about six to seven million people within 50 miles of 50 miles radius. So you got population wise. So the reason why they, the WWE keeps putting WrestleMania, keeps putting pay per views, and having these events in New York and Orlando is because they know how to attract their fans. And They've already built relationships with the city. They've already built relationships with the fan base. So you hopefully they will, once we get to the point of 2020, fans will start, you know, okay, let's get into football, and they can just move over to XFL because if you bring those crowds over from the WWE, you're not fighting for trying to find 25,000. You're just fighting trying to find at least maybe six or 7,000. So the equal out. But those are my two cities that I think are guaranteed – 
just basically just watching WWE news and reading up on stuff. That's what I think. That's where all the breadcrumbs, you know, you got to follow the breadcrumbs. And yeah, like you were saying, uh, we do talk a lot about WWE on here, but it's kind of hard not to separate that because they're coming from the same mind of Vince McMahon. So you have to pay attention to what they're doing as well. Because even though Alpha Entertainment is separate from WWE, that's still going to be, on a basic level, it's going to be somewhat symbiotic. So you have to pay attention to what's going on. Because a lot of the, a lot of the business moves that Vince makes in WWE, he's certainly going to apply in the XFL just in a different way. But the same basis like population, demographics, all that stuff. He's going to take all of that into account in the same way that he does with the pay-per-views. And not go gigantic like he did with the NFL. He tried it the NFL way by trying to fill up those big stadiums. That didn't work. Now he's going to try it the simpler current day WWE. (laughs) He's not going to have the rock and stone cold kickoff games. I kind of want to see that again, but no, that would be a, that'd be a bad move. Even for the novelty factor, he has to play this just right and close to the vest. So he's got to go in stadiums that are smaller and compact. He's going to have an easier time filling out. And again, with, with this, with these populations, I think he's going to have a very easy time being able to get a decent number of people to come out. And I think that over time, it's going to be like a snowball effect. And eventually it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's when year two comes out with maybe, you know, NFL 2K, you know, or sorry, XFL 2K. You know, it's going to take a while. So we're going to be out here in the desert trying to get as much info as we can. Oh, see, you can honestly just basically just with the news that's not coming out, this is extremely a dead period in XFL news. I see other podcasters around who, I don't want to say we're competing against them. I, I Hopefully we can all be, you know, work together and help each other out. But we have other podcasters that you point out city locations or, oh, this would be a great city and this would be an awesome city. Um, but I do have this. Let me play the intro. Slide into the DMs presented by nobody. Or we could say it's presented by the future WWE show presented by the XFL podcast and Russell Lube got, but whatever. I got a DM. Presented by Jiffy Lube. Yeah, presented (laughs) by Jiffy Lube. Presented by, um, what does Barstool Sports say all the time? It's like a fake company. Uh, I don't know. It's off the top of my head. But Vandalay Industries. I have a. I had a DM, and apparently it was a quick DM from earlier in the week because I click on the guy's account, and it says user has been blocked by Twitter. So, ooh, that may be either A, he uh, must have been posting some crazy stuff or whatever, but he pointed out this uh, comment and the reason why a lot of people would say uh, about my antics over the last couple of weeks. I apologize if I had any antics. He said that and I quote XFL will fail it will not succeed because it's based on hypocritical political right-leaning individuals 
How do I know this? It's based on facts. In 2001, the XFL was one of the most racist, prerogative, and sexist football leagues ever created. I like the podcast, but I won't disclose who I am. Therefore, I will listen to this week's episode if you ever do one. And it ends right there. <laughs> Pharma bro, is that you? Wow. <laughs> Uh, you know, I mean, he's not completely wrong. I mean, look, the original XFL, it is what it, it is what it was. It was a product of its time. It was a product of the Attitude Era and one's Vince McMahon. What was successful, you know, in the WWF, and he translated that into football. Was it politically correct? Was it clean? No, probably not, especially not but by today's we, standards. But was it fun ever, for us? <laughs> yeah. Did we ever deny it? No. Hell no. Exactly. It was a mess. It was a train he, wreck, like, he, but an enjoyable like, that, one. It sounds like he's messaging me saying that we approve this. I'm like, uh... <laughs> I no, mean, like, uh, look, the wrestling side of us, the sense of humor side of us, like, yeah, you kind of do, but, like, would you try to do it again? Would you want to replicate it? Hell no. It just is what it is. <laughs> uh, it will it'll, it'll fall faster than... I can't say that. That would be really bad. Uh, let's just say it will fall faster than the stock market. Uh, that would be a little bit better. I was going to say something that was going to be really, really bad, but this is a public <laughs> facility. I was going to say uh, uh, it wasn't going to be that bad. I was going to just say uh, – I can say it's not going to be that bad. I'd say it's going to be falling faster than Monica Lewinsky. But da, 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 da. Well, dude, Monica and, Lewinsky, come on, man. That joke's like 20 years old. Anybody can make a Monica Lewinsky joke now. <laughs> if something is like 20 years old, you could start making jokes about it. South Park we might that have, rule. <laughs> we might have listeners that have never even heard of Monica Lewinsky. Who the hell is Monica Lewinsky? <laughs> Monica Lewinsky. Uh, but <laughs> who the hell is Renee Zellweger? I just get the uh, about how he said XFL will fail because of sexism, it's political, and it's about the end of, of us. And I'm like, and I sent him the message back. and said, "Is this a? Are you attacking us about this question, or you want our opinion?" But I went to go send the message back a couple of days ago, and he goes, "This user has been blocked." I'm like, "Oh, oh man. So, apparently, so apparently he's been doing this to other people, and maybe just a straight attack, and someone must have, but whatever." Uh, but it was interesting, well, you like. Know, but- uh, there is an audience out there that definitely does believe that, you know, the XFL is going to be a Trump thing. Uh, you, we've said it before, you know, we'll say it again. You know, I'm more to the left. You know, my partner here is more to the right. We have different political views, but we don't look at the XFL like that. We're looking at it as football. You know, it's, it's just something that we love and that's all we want to talk about. We're not trying to get into all of this politics stuff, but if you want to hit us up, maybe jab talk about it a little bit eh, you know we talk about it a little bit but that's not going to be the focus of this you know oh, and no. it sounds to me like this guy's like one of these cats that goes on facebook or whatever you Trolls. know just yeah does a lot of political stuff because they feel a certain type of way i got to give the guy you know some points for being passionate you know he had some fire to him but we'll he didn't that. really end he didn't end the question it was like and i look forward to your and dot 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 i'm like uh is this to be continued or is it just done it's like, like he, he never ended purpose. the question he didn't put a question mark he didn't put a period it just went and i'll be looking forward to you and i'm like uh, 
you're, you're leaving me hanging there, bro. I have no idea. Are you attacking us? Are you complimenting us? Do you want to discuss it? But that was our only DM, and that was our first DM in the last couple of weeks. So and I kind of figured that that's going to be the issue because it's so dead of XFL news. But I guarantee you, right when we get some XFL news right off the bat, uh, like in the, if anything, any, if, if it's like a little itch on the back of our neck, People are going to go crazy about it when they find out it's XFL news. But as of right now, eh, I understand why it's dead. But it was kind of – I got to get the guy props. He did come out and actually said said something about it. So I don't hey, know he, he said good. he liked the show at least, you know. <laughs> you can be negative, positive, whatever. Let's have a conversation on here, people. Send us some messages. Yeah. So, therefore – there's not really a lot of stuff we're talking about tonight, but when we come back after our break, uh, we're going to be talking about Vince McMahon and WrestleMania do go in hand in hand. It's his baby. It's his creation. What will be the issue and what will be – hold on a second. What will be the issue? Excuse, sorry about that. My cat is freaking jumping at the window for some damn reason. I have no idea why. I thought I heard something in there, but I thought it was my cat. Uh, that bastard. It's, oh, it's because it's raining outside. He freaks out when it's raining outside. Never mind. Ladies and gentlemen, so it's pouring down rain outside, so you may hear my cat jump out everywhere. Oh, dumbass. But anyways. Vince McMahon, WrestleMania, Vince his McMahon. baby. XFL is going to be his baby. What problems could coincide? Correct. With the release. So after this, yeah, they're right break. next to each other. So we have, uh, we haven't had one in a while. So wrestling movie guy, what is this week's hot take all about? I'm going to let it speak for itself for the most part, but we're going to be getting into the free agency, the lunacy of it in this day and age. And maybe guaranteed contracts? Hmm, that's interesting. Hmm. So lay it on them, buddy. uh, We'll get into that. And we'll be back right after this. This is the Extreme Football Podcast, Episode 5, Mania and the XFL. Hey guys, and welcome back to another edition of XF Podcast Extreme Hot Take. I am the Wrestling Movie Guy, and this week I am going to talk about the NFL's free agency season. Have you guys been watching the NFL's free agency this week? I'm sure you have. Talk about crazy contracts for players who 10 years ago never would have gotten the contracts that they did this year. Sammy Watkins got over $40 million. Ryan Grant got $30 million, or at least close to it, in Baltimore. And Kirk Cousins just got a fully guaranteed contract with the Minnesota Vikings valued at over $80 million. Sammy Watkins is a player who can play great, but has a habit of disappearing in season and struggled under offensive guru Sean McVay. Ryan Grant is a player who never really emerged as a true receiving threat in Washington. And the other Redskin, Kirk Cousins, is a quarterback who had a record of 24, 23, and 1 as a full-time starter in Washington. What do all these players have in common? Overvalue. Now look at it. I don't mean to disrespect these players, because God knows they are far more gifted physically 
than I. But these, as a matter of fact, at the end of the day, these are players that would never have been paid this money if the player market were as strong as it were in, say, 2005. The NFL's free agency market has been declining for years now. And why is this happening? Well, there are a number of reasons. The quality of players is diminishing. Players aren't being properly prepared for the NFL and college because a lot of teams and quarterbacks play in systems that are fairly simple. If you don't see your first uh, option down the field, you run. That's it. It's most game plans these days in college are very simple. And perhaps egos are bigger than ever, causing players to take their talents for granted. Another issue could be a lack of guaranteed contracts. If you had a job that paid you only half of the value of your contract, would you really truly put everything into that job? Or would you hang around, do your job until a better job shows up with better pay and a better contract? The answer varies depending on your character, depending on who you are. But this theory could easily be applied to NFL players. Most professional athlete leagues, such as the MLB, NBA, NHL, EPL, and MLS, all have guaranteed contracts for their players. The XFL has a chance to do this differently. We don't know at this point what the XFL will do with contracts, but there is a strong chance that they will have guaranteed contracts, albeit smaller contracts overall compared to the NFL. But hey, they're just getting started. Are fully guaranteed contracts the answer for a stronger pool of players? Maybe. Maybe not. But I think that if and when the XFL and NFL decide to make guaranteed contracts the norm, we will see a jump in quality play because players will have more to play for like a dog that has its bone hung in front of him so he would run faster, just like in the old Looney Tunes cartoons. Now, perhaps that's not the greatest analogy in the world, but I believe you guys understand what I'm trying to say. What do you guys think can fix the lack of talent in football? Is a new contract structure what football really needs? Let me know down in the DMs. And if you guys have a topic you want me to talk about, as always, message us down, or me specifically, in the DM. I'm always down to hear what you guys think of what I should talk about, or in fact, I just want to hear what you guys think, period. If you guys have a topic you want me to talk about, boom, hit me up. As always, guys, follow me on Twitter at WrestlingMovieG, at WrestlingMovieG on Twitter. And we are going to get this show back on the road. Back to you, J-Dash. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You heard 
They will stream hot takes with Wrestling Movie Guy and breaking news. March Madness fans, North Carolina has fallen to Texas A&M. And as a Florida State fan, I am not a person that's about conference pride. I don't care about my conference. I am happy that North Carolina is going fishing. But anyways, welcome back to the Extreme Football Podcast. I am your host, Jay Dash, a.k.a. Jim, or wow, I'm going to do a.k.a. my for real name. What a dumbass. My name is Jim, <laughs> a.k.a. Jay Dash. There we go. Got it out of the way. But anyways, last segment of the evening, we may get to a little March match talks in there, but I just want to give you the breaking news because that happened just now. The North Carolina Tar Heels fall to the Texas A&M Aggies, so Ray Ray, who cares? Whatever. Moving on. Anyways. You know, Michael Jordan about- ain't happy. Uh, hey, but whatever. He's a millionaire. That, mm, who cares? He has his rings. He doesn't really care about the young guys. Anyways, WrestleMania and Vince McMahon go hand in hand. Like, has some bad analogy I could have said, but I'm not going to say it because I've already been ruining it before. How about ham and cheese, peanut butter and uh, jelly, Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair? Butter. Fonz yeah. and jackets. Hmm. Fan, Dango, and Tyler Breeze. But anyways, we can get away from that. Anyways, that can go on all day. <laughs> the Usos, the New Day. Road on <laughs> Billy Gunn. <laughs> There's Mr. Ass. <laughs> but either way, do... they go together. They go together. And as everyone knows based on the first segment, that we are pretty much sure that New York will be hosting an XFL franchise because of the multiple WrestleManias that New York has hosted, multiple WWE events is hosted over the years, and it's also the birthplace of WWF. When say, uh, name the popped Madison out my Square mind. Garden. Mas- it all started Vince's right there. Father. Yeah, Vince's father. Oh, Vince's father. Jay McMahon. The question is this, and we did a Twitter poll. Uh, I did a Twitter poll that w- roughly this will be week seven of the XFL season, and it will be the same weekend if the days fall in the line in which we think what the season will start the week two weeks after the Super Bowl. Therefore, this will be week seven or week eight of the WFL. Not that there. Go again with the WFL. XFL. I'm still mad at you when we were talking about the Portland Breakers in the, one of our first episodes with the, XF, with the XFL, the USFL, WFL, whatever. Uh, I still <laughs> say WFL. I don't know why. But the XFL. And we know that in week eight, week seven of the 2020 season, a major event will happen called WrestleMania 36 in 2020. And that is Vince McMahon's baby. That's his creation. The question is this. Will Vince McMahon spend more time on the XFL or the WWE at this time? And we did a poll. 87% of our listeners said he should concentrate on the XFL. I kind of think he should be concentrated on WrestleMania, but that's my opinion. What do you think, my friend? Uh, I think that because he really only gets one shot 
unless this fails and he starts again in another 10, 20 years. But we all know Vince McMahon's never going to die. He's going to outlive us all. He really only has one shot to get this right. I think that he probably should focus a little bit more on the XFL. I think that he's still going to focus somewhat on uh, on WrestleMania, but it should probably go like 80-20%, you know, give 80% to the XFL because if this doesn't go right, uh, it could do a lot of damage if it completely fails. That's a lot of money that he's going to lose if he doesn't get this right the first time. So I definitely think he needs to focus more on the XFL. But, you know, this year, WrestleMania, go for it. Next year, go for it. But 2020, when it comes to the kickoff, he's got to be there. He doesn't have to get up in front of the crowd and say, this is the XFL. He doesn't have to do that. But he needs to at least be in the background, paying attention, making sure that everything is going, you know, as smooth as a baby's bottom. He's got to get it right. Well, you can always have Justin Bobby Ventura try to pick a fight with a head coach of the New York, New Jersey Hitman. To, uh... That was one of the worst <laughs> things I've ever seen. I, I didn't even remember that until I started going back and watching the games this year. It's like, oh, dude, that is embarrassingly bad taste. And that coach, like to this day, he still talks about that. He's like, man, I hated that. It was a bunch of bullshit. Couldn't stand it. And they just basically thrust it upon him. He wanted nothing to do with it. And Ventura was like, how much are you paying me? Okay. You suck. And just starts badgering him. It's just awful. <laughs> and then here's another question that I kind of want to bring up. I then put this on Twitter. Then I put this on Facebook. Will WrestleMania 36 be at a location where there will be an XFL franchise? Uh, yeah, I, I could definitely see it. I mean, especially if it's going to be in New York. I mean, if, if there's already going to be a WrestleMania in New York, I mean, yeah, I could definitely see that, you know. Just putting it out there because I think within the next, so we're in March. I think by August or September or the start of the NFL season, we will start seeing movement in cities that will be talked about about getting a franchise. Uh, of course, if you listen, if you've been listening to us, thank you. Um, earlier today, I said Orlando and New York were guaranteed locations uh, because of the events that were hosted there. One of the things that I look at, it, I want to post this question: What we brought up last week in our Fast Lane review show. If you love our WWE stuff and you love us talking about WWE, we have a specific show. Go check our Elimination Chamber and our Fast Lane. They're currently on your closest podcast provider, uh, Extreme Football Podcast. But let me uh, gotta do a little plug in there for our, our future show. We got to do. Yeah, uh, be ready for that Wednesday. That's coming out this Wednesday. We're going to be watching Raw Monday, SmackDown Tuesday. We got a new intro, new platform. Going to be very much like the like the review episodes that we've already done. It's going to be a little bit of a separate thing. Going to do it all on its own. Nothing but WWE. And and it will still be on this. So you don't have to go specifically go find the show. You can still find it here on XF Podcast on this platform, on this area. It's It's going to come right to you. It won't be just, you know, it will say like WWE Review Week 1, something like that. It will be a different name. 
but it'll still be the same spot. You don't have to go search the URL. You don't have to go search for the URL. What the hell? URL. You don't have to go search. It'll still be here. It'll be easy access. Uh, it'll just be talking about the WWE because we are getting to the stage of Mania, which is the reason why we have this topic today about Vince McMahon and WrestleMania intertwining with the XFL. And this is the reason why I think, I believe, that the XFL is going to have a bye week the same week that the, uh, WrestleMania is. And if that is the case, don't expect the XFL to start until somewhere first week in March, last week in February. And you so you have maybe five weeks of football. Then you have a week by week, which will be WrestleMania, in which Vince could take all of his time on WrestleMania. Then you have the rest of the football after that. I just have a thing that we're getting to the point, and I still want to go back to see if WrestleMania was in uh, what week it was during the XFL season and look how the product of that XFL. I think we need to do a quick research on that. Uh, if um, I remember correctly, X, uh, 2001, they were they in Canada because that was when. Uh, that was like one week after the uh, acquisition of WCW. So that wasn't that long after like the XFL was coming. So I'm going to be looking that up real quick. WrestleMania. Just find out what week WrestleMania was on. The XFL started and I think there were at least maybe five or six weeks. Then that WrestleMania happened on that same week. And I just want to see if we can do that and do that on this week. And just see, watch the games on YouTube, and you guys can do it. If he can, if my co-host can find a date. And yeah, WrestleMania X7 was April 1st, 2001. April 1st, X, uh, and, WrestleMania. And check out a random XFL team and look for the first week in April. Yeah, I'm looking for the kickoff real quick. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Uh, February 3rd, 2001. So, yeah, the XFL actually started before mm-hmm. WrestleMania did. So, it, it was still going on. So, now, we were what? There were no bye weeks, though. There were no bye weeks in the XFL. But Vince did say he wants to make the league safer. And to so make he's the gonna league have safer, to do that. he's going to have to add bye weeks. So, the players can have a week to recoup. The question is... If you're going to do one week, one whole week bye week, where all ten, oh, ten, all eight teams have a bye week, or you can have two separate weeks where only four, you only have two games one week because four teams have a bye week, or you can have two teams have bye weeks for a four week span. So like how the like people say, oh, that's going to be a stupid idea. Well, the NFL does it over a six week period, and you still watch it, but there's 32 teams, so you're going to have at least four teams each week for a. I think it's a six-week period. I think it's either four or six teams have bye weeks for a, four, for a six-week period. And Vince wants a safer league. So I think the bye week should be – it could be a subject. It could be a factor. Should it be a permanent suggestion or a permanent uh, point to put in the XFL? Nah, not really. But if he wants to – You would wonder. If he wants – you would wonder if like an entire week off for the entire league would be like wonderful. Like that would be a pretty good selling point. Although you would lose ratings, 
you would actually get like a lot of brownie points with players like, wow, everybody gets a break. That's fantastic. Like it gives everyone a chance to everyone has a week themselves. off. Everyone has Looks a week really off. Good to the no media one has no too. advantage. Yes. Or you can have that week off. Uh, you can't say at the end of the year. Can you can you do that? Have the week off in the regular season to have a week off before the playoffs? So you have I don't the, see why not. Have the four teams have a bye week and have a, like some XFL event, like an all star game or something like that. Which yeah, that's another intriguing idea that could be like how the like, how the NFL has the Pro Bowl in between the AFC Championship game Championship weekend and the Super Bowl. Have the XFL Pro Bowl the week in between Week Ten and the start of the first round of the playoffs. Well, I mean, I'd be a little bit concerned about injuries though, because some like when, like if you go back and you see like Sean Taylor playing in the in the Pro Bowl, he did not hold back. He went in like hitting everybody that he could. Like I would be a little bit considerate about injury, but I think some kind of like like a fan con or like a a fan event. You know how like WrestleMania has like the you know it's got the big fan event uh, in, in whatever city that they host. Yeah, XFL access, something like that. I think that would actually be really good because players can. You know, get to meet their fans, you know, which, you know, and, otherwise and in the NFL do. would never happen. Like, yeah. it would be something and, really positive for them and the fans, and they get to rest up. Yeah. And this is the thing you do. And you put the XFL access at four locations in between week 10 and the, week, and the playoffs, and those four locations will be where the next four teams are going to be added for the 2021 season. Yeah, that could work. I like it. That's called that's called building up the name, building up the organization that's going to be there the following year. So you have access, you have people coming there, and you have players from other teams. They don't, they're you like the star players. Have like Johnny Manziel go to Portland one day, then the next day have him, you know, fly, and, you know, like to St. Louis or something like that, and like have a publicity thing to like build up momentum in the city. And tell them that hey, there's a team coming to your location. That'd be a great thing to do. That's an house. Man, I have some good ideas that just popularly randomly pop in my head. <laughs> it's like you're some kind of idea guy. Yes, but here's the thing: if the XFL fails after week one, it's gonna be here we go again. Same thing. Same. Thing. Oh shit. <laughs> so I don't think. I just have a feeling that this the week one of the XFL season in two years, I just don't think it's going to be a flop. I just don't. I definitely think it's think... going to be different this time around. Uh, yes. I'm I think seeing it's a lot of – the press conference alone tells you how different Vince is handling the situation. Yeah, correct. But Well, uh, then. Right, let's see. We're, we're basically we just ran out of all stuff. Uh, I do believe, like I like I mentioned, I do think Vince McMahon will suddenly towards WrestleMania. You said, and our listeners agreed. You agree with our listeners that he'll be concentrating more on the XFL, which I think he should. But if the league does have a mandatory bye week and it fits right into a WrestleMania week, I will completely be happy with that. I do know this, and I can guarantee you this, ladies and gentlemen. There will be no XFL games being played on that Sunday, no matter what. Period. No, no matter what, huh? 
they'll be played on Saturday. Play or Friday. Let's get let's get the pool open. Who wants in on that bet? Do I hear five bucks, ten bucks, twenty bucks? Who wants in? How about they can go to our GoFundMe page? It's located on our Twitter account, and you can put the money in, and you can help us uh, buy some products that we may give away later in the year if we do find it. And of course, thank you for whoever donated something. I got a notification on the other day. Hey, most appreciated. A couple bucks here and there. Doesn't hurt. You know, we know not everybody's rich. I know I certainly am not. If you guys can spare a couple bucks, we would appreciate it. far from it. (laughs) But we do know this. We're struggling in this day and age. Yeah, that's that's absolutely correct. But we do know this. There's really no news out there. We can't speculate anymore. And we'll try to get, as once news hits, we'll hit more on it. And as you know, as news starts to come to main media, we will discuss it. But as of right now, March Madness is going on. And here's a stat that I find very intriguing that was posted by the USA Today. 7.6 million brackets were filled out via ESPN, Yahoo, and other sporting websites for this year's March Madness. At this time last year, there were about 27 brackets that were still perfect. For the first time in the March Madness internet poll thing you do, there are zero brackets that are perfect. Because of a school called University of Maryland, of Baltimore County. Geesh. What an upset. Uh, what a Cinderella. Uh, and I think they I think they're about to play here in a couple minutes. I don't know. I'll turn on the TV later. But it's Martin's Madness and some of the big time powerhouse schools Virginia, Florida, North Carolina. Ow. Michigan State, bye-bye. You're going fishing. You're going fishing. UCLA, bye-bye. So all the traditional powerhouses of the NCAA tournament are either booking some golf course tea times or they're wondering where they're going fishing tomorrow. Or they should be going to class. But anyways. Or maybe they're listening they to us on the podcast. Yeah, that, correct. That's much deal. preferable. <laughs> they may be they may be trying to like oh hopefully XFL people are not talking about uh the March Madness. But anyways. Did you fill out a bracket there, sir? No, I did not. Uh I filled I've never out really one. made a I've never actually made a uh a March Madness bracket before. I never have, but I usually root for any Virginia team, you know, not any DC, but that's not gonna happen anytime soon. And some Maryland teams, but I mean, if I got to choose between Maryland and uh, Virginia, I'm going to go Virginia every time, which kind of hurts even more. The fact that Virginia lost that game, not only lost, but got like blown out. It was embarrassing. It was awful. Yeah. Kind of dumb it (laughs) If you look at it, it's the 64 seed blowing out the number one overall seed. So that's that's like never happened before. Yeah, that's the 
there's a meme going out there or going around that says 135 in Virginia. That's the record of one seeds over 16 seeds, 135 and one. So they're replacing the one with Virginia. Uh, and I, I, I get kind of a kick out of it. <laughs> but we it, are getting it can be very, very close. Cruel. We're getting very cool, close where we might actually see the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Washington crap almost said Nationals, the Washington Wizards Washington in a first Wizard. in a first round series. Oh my God. Therefore, I'll be happy because my Celtics have officially wrapped up the second seed. Whoop, whoop. Therefore, that you can keep your Wizards, you can keep the Raptors and the Wizards and the Cavaliers in the upper part of the bracket. You guys beat it out, whatever. And we will take care of the easy part of the conference, who we're currently matched up as of right now with Philadelphia. So, But then Man, I'm, I'm, not, pre- I'm not scared of Toronto at all. Uh, I feel like Cleveland, we could definitely give them a heck of a run for their money. If not, beat them. I'm not saying it's a guarantee. But Toronto, hey, man, if you're listening out in Toronto, uh, I really got nothing against your city, but I really dislike the Toronto Raptors. I do not like them. I'm a Wizards fan all day. I consider them like our number one rival. And, man, when we face them in the playoffs, man, we wreck y'all all the time. I am not scared of the Raptors. If you're from if you're from Canada and you're listening to this podcast, what a shout out! Oh, Canada up in the house! Oh, Canada! I'm not gonna sing the whole song, but shout out! <laughs> Feel like I'm on that '70s show now <laughs> when they try to snag the beer across the border. Yeah, uh, but we do episode. have, which anyway. is very strange. I do want to post this. Uh, fast lane, our fast lane preview, of course, review. Uh, did not get as big numbers as our elimination chamber did, but what it did do is surpass us over the 350 total downloads slash listens via your uh, podcast provider. I want to say thank you. Uh, it's pretty nice when we do a podcast and I see it at 12 people, which Honestly, I don't mind if it's 12 people who download it. It means there's 12 people that download it and listen to it. We made it 350. Thank you for that. Uh, we're looking we forward to moving appreciate everybody. Up. Thank you. We appreciate uh, every but, single person that listens. Uh, besides from that, some plugins that we want to do here. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at XF Podcast. You can find my boy on Twitter at Wrestling Movie G. You can also follow him on YouTube at Wrestling Movie Guy. You can follow our blogs at xfpodcast.com. Chris Wood, our uh, our ex- expert blogger, will be posting stuff there. He's still digging into information on story that he's trying to do. He doesn't want to post a story without all the information. Uh, Wednesday night, our first ever wrestling uh, show slash preview slash breakdown slash hype, whatever you want to call it. That'll be Wednesday night. Uh, what time do you want to do the show, sir? Around 8-ish, maybe? Uh, yeah, I think that would be a good time, around 8. Or, Keep it or later. an hour, the same as we've been doing before. Well, the thing yeah. is I have to uh, go out and uh, run my gig on uh, on Wednesday nights at 10 o'clock, so i got to be out of there before, uh, you know, a little bit after 9. So 8 o'clock, oh, okay. I think, is the perfect time. 
Oh, and so. one other thing. Uh, John Avery, I finally finished that video. Sorry, it's been taking forever, guys, for another XFL highlight video. Uh, unfortunately, the video got corrupted. I had to redo it. And uh, it is up right now on my YouTube channel, Wrestling Movie Guy. Just look up Wrestling Movie Guy, and you will find it right there. There's a playlist and everything. More is on the way. But I want to let you guys know that it is out. Sorry about the delay. And go check. And uh, he also wants to know if you want to hear him talk over the highlight films or you just want to see straight highlight films by themselves. Give him the notification. Let him know he's doing this for you guys. We're not getting paid to do this. This is us doing our free time because we're fans and we love the sport. We're helping promote it. And also you can hear about two geeks who you know are obsessed with wrestling on Wednesday nights. But furthermore, Wednesday night wrestling show, then next week, uh, next another XFL podcast. Uh, hopefully we might have some news. If not, we'll be doing like we do today, figure out some subject, talk about it, keep it within an hour, talk about some March Madness and other news and information. And, of course, we're one week closer to WrestleMania. And in two weeks – was it two weeks? No, we're 20 – no. In three weeks from now, ladies and gentlemen, April 3rd, am I correct? I believe so. Don't have it directly in front of me, but I believe so. April 3rd, which is three weeks from now, there will be no XF podcast on that Sunday. Zero. Nada. Because I, myself, will be at my house with my homeboys around 5 o'clock in the afternoon with our feet up, looking and watching WrestleMania. And we'll talk about Mania in our other shows. And we'll do an XF podcast maybe the following week or that Monday, depending on if there's any news, information. I'm still trying to get hold of some support, supporter groups out there, guys. Come on, help us out. We want you to get on the show, talk about your locations. Uh, uh, go support Portland guy. I forgot his name. At PDX2 PR PR Portland. Crap, I should find his Twitter handle. He's trying to sell XFL stickers, trying to support the XFL. Give him a shout-out. Let's see what he's doing over there. You can follow him on Twitter. Basically, for some, besides from that, really nothing else on the docket today, sir. Well, my man, as always, I think that's a wrap. From your boys here at XF Podcast, be safe. Do everything safe. Don't be crazy. Don't drink. Don't drive. Don't shoot your wife because she beat you in WWE 18, which I lost my girlfriend in WWE 2K18. Long story. Long story. <laughs> I, she's actually pretty damn good in the game, by the way. She beat my creative character. I do not have my damn belt. And by the way, if you do have WWE 2K18, I will be sending out my X, and I want to do something which is special. This is one thing I really want to do called XFP Podcast Championship Belt. And we'll do normal matches on Xbox Live if you have an Xbox. Do you have an Xbox? Or you have PS4, my man. I hear PlayStation. PS4. Go. Well, dang it. Uh, but anyways, do that if you can do it on the PS4. I can do it on the Xbox. Try and do a little if you do have the game. Try and you know, just have something a little fun from time to time. But that's a little thing that I just cool. want to do. That sounds um, really cool. Yeah, so you just fight the for the championship, and it will only be specific to our thing. So you can't win the championship and go trade it somewhere else to another group, and the thing's gone forever. It will only stay here. Uh, because you be, you will be recognized on a weekly podcast just based on your character's name. But anyways, I'm Jay Dash. That's the wrestling movie guy. Hey. And, uh, go watch some March Madness, sir. 
Go watch some Mark Mads, people. Be safe. Talk to you next week. Talk to you Wednesday for more wrestling news and XFL news. Good night, everyone. Take it easy, guys. Oh, I'm touching myself tonight. I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. I'm touching myself tonight. I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego.